powerful resume is really important, but it's really just one touch point for your personal brand. And to be seen as a leader who's credible and relevant, you really need to have that strong online presence because potential employers and recruiters will Google your name. They will check you out on LinkedIn. Welcome to the Career Success Coach Podcast. If you're an accomplished professional ready to attract ideal opportunities, level up your career growth, and create a powerful presence in your industry, you're in the right space. I'm your host, Sarah Macris, and I'm passionate about helping executives and business professionals become visible in their space, establish themselves as a leading authority, and create their dream opportunities. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Career Success Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Macris. And today I will be talking to you about how to create a resume that gets you interviews. So as we all know, your resume is an essential part of the executive search process, and it's really your ticket to an interview. Over the years, I've really seen lots and lots of different mistakes that people make. On this episode, I thought what we could cover would be some of the mistakes that I see and some of the tips that I have. Let's just go back to resumes for a moment. So you've got your resume, tidied it all up, and it becomes really, really important if you haven't invested in your personal brand or your online presence because your resume could be the only way that your potential employer or recruiter can learn about you. So if you get that wrong, then you could be leaving opportunities on the table. So for many executives, they've had great careers where they've been tapped on the shoulder or they've stayed within one organisation. And it's been years since they have had to write a resume and that often shows. So as part of my role as a career success coach, I look at hundreds of resumes from accomplished executives every day and I often see many of the same mistakes. Some of the mistakes that I see are underselling, aging yourself, too much information. And it's really important to remember that the whole goal of having a resume is to get an interview. So it's important to really sort of make sure that your resume is looking in tip-top shape. So let's look at some of my top tips. Tip one, keep it short but impactful. Two pages ideally. And give the most space to the most current roles. Tip two, age stereotypes unfortunately do exist, particularly if you're sort of over 40 in the corporate world. So try not to age yourself. So avoid adding dates to your degrees, unless it's dates for the roles that you're actually doing, that's fine. But other dates, just avoid them if you can. Tip three, include an executive brand statement. So that's like a pitch. So I say to people, my name's Sarah Macris. I'm a career success coach and I help senior executives build powerful personal brands so that they can fast track their careers. So what's your brand statement? Pop it up front so that people can see it. Tip four, use a modern format. So make it easy to read. And, you know, over the years, there's been so many different sort of ways and I still see loads of different resumes. Some are sort of way too out there in terms of PowerPoint presentations or done on Canva and they're not ideal. Others are really old formats that, you know, I might have seen 20 years ago. So you want to try and keep a modern format that's got space on it and that makes it easy to read. Tip five, tailor your resume to the role. Now, I know that that's um, a lot of people would say, well, I already know how to tailor my resume to my role. But what that actually means 
is identifying the keywords that are in the position description that you're going for and reflect them in your resume. And that way you'll make sure that you're getting those keywords and that you're showing up. Your resume is showing up for those keywords. And think about what are the soft skills that are in demand at the moment in your industry that you can also include. Tip six, avoid listing all of your responsibilities. So often I'll see a resume and it will have six dot points on responsibilities and maybe six dot points on achievements. What you ideally want to do is not have the responsibilities at all. If they're worthy of being mentioned, make them an achievement. And while we're still on achievements, tip number seven is about quantifying those achievements. So have you increased your sales by a certain point? Have you seen this kind of quantifiable result from what you've done? And list them, list those quantifiable achievements before you list all the other things. Tip eight, and this kind of falls into the underselling part. So sell yourself, not your team. And a lot of people will say, you know, my team and I, we achieve this or with the help of this team or just sell yourself. No, this is not the place to be sharing any of the glory. You just want to sell yourself. And tip nine, include the things that set you apart. You know, many of my clients are on boards or they do regular speaking engagements. They have written publications or books. Include those because those things really set you apart. I remember when I was working in corporate, there was an executive director being introduced to the team and he had actually sung on a CD. Like back in the day, there were CDs. I mean, he had sung a song with a well-known Australian singer. That was a really you know, interesting thing. And although it had nothing to do with what he did, it did set him apart and it was something memorable. So that would be something that you could put on your resume if that's something that you decided could add value. So most importantly, a powerful resume is really important but it's really just one touch point for your personal brand. And to be seen as a leader who's credible and relevant, you really need to have that strong online presence because potential employers and recruiters will Google your name. They will check you out on LinkedIn. So that makes it really even more important to make sure that you're positioned correctly for them to actually see you as somebody that they want to talk to. So I really hope that these top tips have given you some sort of inspiration to go and get your resume in order. And don't forget that you can download the LinkedIn checklist below. And also don't forget to subscribe. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you've learned something from this episode that's going to help you make actionable changes in the way you approach your career. If you liked today's episode, make sure to rate, review, and share this with a friend. And as always, see you next time.